Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. So we have been on this kind of kick in the last couple weeks of talking about taking up space, talking about not suppressing, taking just using your voice, being messy with it, getting out of that perfection, all of this. And this totally came to a head. This has happened two weeks in a row now. So I totally see you universe. I get it. I schedule out my posts in advance, my Instagram post. And the first week the post was about taking up space. And there was a situation at the gym that I had myself in or found myself in where I had set up, I was lifting weights and somebody came and they were I was blocking their sight a little bit, their view of the mirror. They didn't make me feel uncomfortable. They didn't say anything. They weren't crowding my space. But I instantly felt like I needed to shift and change and move and get out of their space. Even though I was there first, even though I was not made to feel uncomfortable, I immediately shrunk myself to move, right? Like I got out of the way. So that was the first instance. The second week, the next week, I had a post scheduled that was talking about what we do not speak, we store. So what we don't express in some capacity, we store in our body. And it happened that the night before this, I went to a breathwork session and it was my first in-person breathwork session in ages and I was so excited and we it was somebody I had never been a head as a facilitator no experience with and she was explaining the session and she said okay in the session after you breathe for 15 minutes we're all going to scream we're going to do this primal scream and let it all out and then continue with the session and instantly my body shut down it went into this complete locked in tight my mind started racing I don't scream I'm not a screamer. That's not what I'm comfortable with. That's not how I've ever expressed myself being around that type of energy because I wasn't accustomed to that makes me really uncomfortable. And honestly, think about it. What a beautiful expression to be able to be really frustrated and to scream. But that's not what nice girls do. That's not how a proper way that you express yourself, right? These were these narratives. These were these things that I have placed on myself and been conditioned to think or believe. And so for me to lay in a room in a vulnerable position with people I do not know and scream was such an overload to my system. It, it just blew my mind of how can people even do this? what in the hell is happening? And so we breathed for 15 minutes and she started to count down. Okay, we're going to get ready. We're going to prime for that scream. I'm going to scream with you. She was so wonderful. She was cultivating this beautiful space for us to really show up powerfully in ourselves and to express our voice. 
And I kept getting more nervous and my hands were sweating and my heart was beating fast and my mind was racing. I was like, do, will people know if I don't scream? How can I get away with this? Can I just do a yell? What's appropriate? What if I'm the only one that screams? What if my voice is hurt? This complete, just structured mind tornado of thoughts and words. And the time came and she screamed and the women around me screamed and I screamed. I fully just expressed myself in a way. And as soon as I did, tears just poured it was just it honestly was a floodgate that opened and it was a whirl a complete whirl and I express a lot in breath work I cry a lot I'm not surprised when that happens it's pretty common expression for me to have in my breathwork sessions but I wasn't at a space prior to that scream that I was even building up in that. I was just kind of in the Zen mode, probably a little too unstructured mind thinking about I'm going to have to yell. But that wasn't where I was. But as soon as I gave myself permission to release, holy man, and it just kept coming and coming. And then it washed over me and it, it moved through me. And then I really dropped into the rest of the session. We had set an intention in the beginning of the session and I was having a hard time connecting with it. No surprise because of what was going on in my brain. But once I released, I fully got to be immersed in this space. And it spoke so profoundly to then, of course, I didn't even remember that this is what I had scheduled to to go to um post the next day was what we do not speak we store what more of a beautiful example of that could that be i expressed suddenly what i didn't even know was in me that needed to come out poured out literally poured out of my eye sockets It moved through. I didn't fight it. I just let it go. I didn't even question it. I didn't even know what that tear, what that emotion was that had been stored in me. I just let it go. And I was over it. And I moved on. And then I created space to call in and hold in what I was wanting to. I know for many of us, our voice, especially as women, can be tricky space. It can be a headspace. Like I said in the beginning, that's not how nice girls act. That's not an appropriate way to express yourself. Anger especially needs to be suppressed, needs to be stored. That is not a cute, pretty emotion that's okay to share. And think of how much you do this in other ways too. Maybe you don't, I didn't even know what that emotion was. I didn't even know what the storage was, but it was something that had been sitting in my throat, that had been sitting in my throat chakra or some other space in my body that when given full permission to just be without judgment, without critical thinking, moved through. We store our emotions in our bodies, whether we're conscious of it or not whether we know the emotion or not. And once we say, I'm going to work through it, it processes out the emotion and we're free of it. And I've been doing this work for quite some time and it still is a surprise to me. So if this is a surprise to you or uncomfortable to you or new to you, or you've been in it before and you are thinking, yeah, I get it. But we still have these experiences that bring us back to that point. I know that screaming 
might be uncomfortable for you. I know that it might not be the perfect opportunity or the space for you to do that. So I don't want you to feel like, well, great, I'm lost. I can't scream. Okay, well, I'm just going to store all of this. Speaking, so if we come back to the post that I had, what we do not speak, we store. Speaking doesn't have to mean the literal fact of, I'm feeling this emotion. I'm upset with somebody. I'm frustrated with somebody. I'm having a heated moment. I'm, I'm X, Y, Z. I need to boom, spew it out on them. Mm, I'm actually going to take that back. I don't always think that that's the best space. Sometimes we need a little bit of time. Sometimes that person is not in an open space to have a dialogue with us. That doesn't always mean that that immediate we have to get out of that black and white and think like, oh, if I don't speak it right now and right in this moment or express it right now, right in this moment. No, we need our body to feel safe. We need to feel secure, heard, seen. So first, know that you can have time. We don't have to just be in word vomit land. But that doesn't mean that you hold it forever. It means that you have a container that allows you a space to release. And it is helpful to have somebody to facilitate that. I probably wouldn't have screamed on my own, but I had somebody who I trusted who had built up a relationship with me and I allowed that expression to happen. Maybe it isn't just words. We move, we express our emotions, we express energy and move energy with movement, with sound, and with breath. So that the session that I actually went to was a breathwork session where we screamed and then there was a sound bath. So a pretty powerful and moving session to really shift out a lot. But you can do this in so many different ways. So let's go to sound. Maybe sound is snapping. Maybe it's tapping. Maybe it's clapping. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe it is spoken word. Maybe it's singing. Maybe it's scream singing in your car. Maybe it's a sigh. Maybe it's a yawn. Maybe it's screaming in a space that feels comfortable to you or yelling or just getting some movement through your vocal cords or hearing something. Maybe it simply is music. Think about how profound music can be and how emotions can be drawn up. Memories are stored with song. All of that. We don't have to just be linear. Sound can mean many different things in a way that feels comfortable to you. We're not going to release something if we don't feel comfortable doing so. Movement. That could be formal exercise. That could be stretching. That could be swaying from side to side. That could be dance. That could be passive stretching. That could be walking outside in nature. It can mean so many different things. Maybe it is physically tapping on your body. And then breath. You don't have to sit down and do this formal session. But we can be conscious about our breathing for one minute, for five minutes, for 10 minutes, for something that feels okay for the capacity that you have created and built. And as long as you are intentional about it and present in it, it's going to shift and change it. So I want you to start to think, what are things maybe you know that you've stored? What are things that you haven't even thought of that you've stored most of the time? They're so suppressed in there, we don't even realize what's happening. But remembering that you have the power and the capacity to shift and to change and to release. It might feel stuck. It might feel stagnant. 
your energy, your thoughts, a feeling, an emotion, an experience, but that doesn't mean it's stuck or stagnant forever. It might be really deep. It might take several sessions. It might take a lot to work through. You might just shave off one layer, which is actually pretty common. If we have past stories, traumas, experiences, and they're big and they're heavy, it just doesn't automatically, woof, woo, boom, I did one yell and it's released and I'm better. No. But we're softening into that. We're releasing into that. We're building up a space where you can slowly and gradually make progress. So coming back to this idea of it's okay for you to take up space. It's okay for you to express yourself. I actually encourage you to take up space. I encourage you to express yourself. But I want you to find in a way that is comfortable, maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone, but that is comfortable and appropriate for you to do so. If you're wanting to work through some of this or you want to just jam on it a little bit more, send me a message. Let's talk about it. Let's find a way. Let's craft something for you or let's get creative. Maybe you didn't even think of some of these things. Maybe we can intertwine some of them in a breath session or just in your day-to-day. How can we integrate this? Because what we do not speak, we store. And think about how heavy that is and how many layers that is. That doesn't have to be what you're constantly carrying around. Sending you so much light, so much love, always. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.